N. Roberts. Welcome in. Last show leading up to Christmas, but doesn't really stop for Greyhound trainers, does it? It's full ball. No, no holidays around here, mate, but uh, we certainly have an exciting week coming up uh, in the lead up to Christmas. Some big races right across the country. It's uh, going to be an exciting week for sure. Well, to be fair, mate, you, you've had a couple of holidays in the last few months, so you, you shouldn't be looking for another one anyway. No, I've, uh, I've just about lived uh, offshore more than I have in New Zealand this year, to be fair. <laughs> I've uh, certainly been pretty lucky. You have, and you've been lucky with your team too, although I'd say that's hard work. Uh, you've been going pretty well. Um, but speaking of teams, we're going to talk uh, to your father. We welcome in uh, Craig Roberts, friend of the show. Uh, Craig, uh, very good afternoon to you. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of codes. I think you're out at uh, Rangiora, and I understand the weather isn't too kind there. Yeah, good afternoon, fellas, and uh, good afternoon, listeners. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Rosa, just before we get into that, um, Dan's whole life is one big holiday, mate, but that's a story for another day. The weather, uh, no, it's, it's pretty ordinary here, Rosa, at the moment at Rangiura. Um, it's, it's been raining reasonably hard. That track's going to... Um, I would say going to cut up pretty bad out there today uh, at the Harness uh, meeting. Um, but we are getting a slight break at the moment, um, just very light rain at the moment. So you never know, we might um, we might get away with it. Well, coming up to race one, 90 seconds out there. My father's out there today with the Kaipoi Workmen's Club racing section and they're sponsoring a race today or co-sponsoring a race. Um, Craig, you and your partner Angela Washington got three horses in today, so let's extend Trot Talk uh, for uh, a few minutes and uh, talk about race four, uh, number 16. You haven't come up well with the draws today. Cool Moon, now he is a uh, three-year-old gelding. I see he's at 40 to one at the moment and he's on the drift. I did see his uh, debut. He sort of got run off his feet a bit at Addington, but it was a pretty quick race and maybe a slower grass track might actually help him today. Yeah, well, the poor bugger, um, he, he landed uh, in a race that uh, looks like it had a, a really nice young horse of um, Cran Dalgetty's and, you know, they were a mile rate of 155, they ran home in 55 and our poor wee fellow was parked, so um, it was a it was a baptism of fire for him for, him for his first start. But, look, he's a nice wee horse, he, he, um, he, he's, there's not much of him, but um, he's a lovely pacer, he, he guides along good and... Um, he he's, uh, he he did get a bit crook on us as a virus going around a few months ago, and um, but look, we're fact finding today. Obviously, he's never been on the grass, um, so we, we, we're going to see how he cops that. But with the conditions, it's going to probably hard, be hard to get a line today. But look, you know, look, he, he is a nicely horse, and if he got a decent sort of a set, he, he, you know, he wouldn't be far away at the finish. Yeah, might keep an eye on him. Uh, in race five, Luna, Luna Rosa, she's she's only had the uh, three starts, and she's picked up an early win for you. Four-year-old Mare, I see she's at uh, at $12, and I imagine you've got a wee bit of time for her. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, she's been um, she, she, she's been a work in progress. She When we uh, purchased her, she bought off my cousin, actually. Um, and uh, when we first got her, she was um, in trotting hobbles, and... Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of them, Rosso, so I said to Ange, we, um, if she's going to be uh, racing for us, we want to get rid of them. So we, we managed to um, get rid of them, which is really good. So, um, you know, and she trots good and she wants to be out there and um, she normally does everything right. So uh, if she cops the grass, she should get a she should get pretty handy. Um, it was a good run at Eddington last start when she led and she battled away good for fourth. Um 
So if she gets a nice run today, uh, she shouldn't be too far away. And in race six, Craig, you've got Hilda Maud, number 12, for another tricky draw here. She's $26 today, resuming as a four-year-old mare here. Now, she's one of my faves because she um, she has had a win uh, in her eight starts and, and she paid plenty. What can we expect from Hilda fresh up? Yeah, well, look, she, she's um, she's always had a bit of an attitude, old Hilda, but um, she's uh, she's a lot more settled this time in and, um, you know, she had a really nice trial. Actually, Dan drove at the trials a couple of weeks ago here and um, uh, Jeff Dunn had one in it. Um, can't think of its name now, but there was only three in it. But they went a nice clip and she was um, she she finished about half a head or so away from uh, Jeff Dunn's horse and it came out and won on Friday night at Addington. So um, we're, that's a you know pretty good sign for us. But, you know, like you said, she's drawn out in the car park, so that's uh, she's going to need to get things to go right early for her. But we we expect the bowl showing from here. Excellent. At odds too, Craig. Um, that's a good. Uh, how many horses have you and Ange got in work? Well, we've uh, we had six in work. Uh, we we've just we're probably uh, putting one out for a spell, so we're down to five. So we've got over half the team here today, Rosso. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a big day, Righto, Dan. Just heard your name mentioned, mate, and I know you're you're a cross coder, of course. Be uh, driven winners, um, and uh, you've been behind Hilda Maud. Have you been behind the other horses too? And what what do you think we can expect today from the uh, the Washington Roberts team? Yeah, I've driven all three of them uh, at the trials, actually. Uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, Hilda Maud's first win was at Ringura, but that was on the grit. Um, but maybe a bit of a suggestion that she quite likes the Ringura race course. Uh, she was pretty good in uh, in her last trial, as Dad said. So it's not ideal draws for the whole team, but it's uh, grass track racing, and it's a wet day. So it's probably going to be... Pretty rough divvies today, Rosso. So those ones are paying plenty. So might be something to look into. Yeah, no. Look, I'm really looking forward to, to watching this afternoon, and particularly those horses. So all the best uh, to you, Craig. With them now, let's uh, switch our attention to Greyhound Racing. Um, that's our extension of Trot Talk done. Uh, with a with a nod to uh, to Greg and Mick and, and all I've done over the year for the uh, for the harness code. So turning to dog speed. Um, the Far South Challenge Final, $20,000, 6.21 on Friday evening at Ascot Park in Vicarla. It's an incredible field, Craig, and you've got dogs that are going to be paying pretty good odds there in the final, Quintessa Bale and Adobe Kid. I'm thinking of the two that you think you might get some money out of Quintessa Bale drawn box number seven. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, she won't mind it out there. Um, she, 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 and she can, you know, hang the lid. So, oh, look, you know, she's, she's, she's going to be struggling to, uh, to be a winning chance. But she tries her hard out that wee girl. She's only about twenty three point eight kilos. She's only a midget, but um, you know, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't care how small she is. She, she always tries her hardest. But um, so she, you know, look, she, she's a chance. So, yeah, but, but like I say, I think realistically, I'm only running for, you know, for, for the thin end of the place money, but. Um, and the same with Adobe Kid. He went good in his heat, um, but probably just a touch below those those good dogs. In the uh, other group, two on the day, and that's going to be race number five at 5.05. It's the Galway Cup final, straight final, over 732 metres. Really good field of eight here, Craig, and no keepers drawn uh, number one. But um, over the 6.45 on Thursday, you're able to uh, knock off no keeper with uh, Rowan Bale, and it uh, looks like he's steadily... Are building into his uh, into his game, 
Craig here in New Zealand now? Do you kind of feel that you're on the right track with him? Yeah, I hope so, Rosa. Look, I've got big rats on this fella. Um, I, I, this this guy should be, um, you know, he should be uh, he should be the number one stayer, uh, in, in my opinion, on, on what I know of him and have seen of him around um, home and at the trials. So um, I, he just, he worried me a bit um, in the time that it took him to get past the leader the other night. Um, just He just looked a bit clumsy, like he, he went to go up the inside and sort of then checked back and then, and then ended up going around the outside. But, um, look, he is a serious greyhound, that greyhound. And I think, um, you know, we had to rush him a wee bit early to get him get him ready for cup week, which didn't, you know, backfire on us. But um, I, I think uh, if, he gets a, if he gets a nice sit, um, he'll be very, very hard to beat. And you've got uh, Raja Bale out there in box number eight. Is he a bit of a mystery at the moment, Craig? Can you sort of enlighten us a bit? Because he, he's certainly down on his best. Yeah, he is, Rosso. Um, I, I don't know whether um, you know he's had a he's had a bit of racing and and that um, over you know the last few months and that it might you know if he sort of um, if he if he goes an ordinary one on Friday we might to, we might look at just giving him a few weeks off and and um, and uh, going again with him. You know he's a bit of an old war horse, old Raja, but he is obviously as we know he's better than better than what he, he has been going his last four or five starts. So. Um, you know, look, if it was the real Raja turning up, he'd, he'd be in the money. Um, but but uh, we, we just <laughs> we'll have to wait and see which Raja is going to turn up. Mm. Well, you're up against uh, both your sons there, Craig. Matt's got Claus and Leo. Dan's got Goofy Adobe. But I think you've got the big weapons in that particular race. Uh, and um, we'd better have a, a quick talk about the, uh, the feature sprint final down there, Craig, because you've got a couple of runners that are just going absolutely red hot. Levi Bale and Corborn Carty and... The side by side, and I'm imagining you're pretty pleased that Corborn Carty's drawn underneath Levi Bale. Yeah, well, I, I, as per usual in a, in a group race, Rosso, I, uh, I've got my usual crappy draws, but um, it has worked out not too bad this time. With, as you say, Carty drawn inside Levi, that um, you know that's going to be a hell of a big help to uh, to Levi, and um, and also um, Dan's dog actually in the garden. He's going to. Uh, He's going to enjoy having Cardi on the inside of him as well. So, um, look, they are both very, very good um, dogs, those dogs. Very good sprinters. They'll be amongst, you know, the, the best sprinters I've had. And um, um, uh, that track suits both of them ideally. So, um, I think if whichever one of them makes a clean beginning, if, you know, if one of them can be in front of the first bend, they won't be getting a beat. Just... Can you talk to us a bit about your decision on uh, putting Corbin Cardi in the sprint over the four five seven? Well, I, I just um, I, I, at, at the time I, I had a few extra C five little distance dogs, but one or two have gone by the wayside. So um, I just thought uh, we'd put him put him in that. I mean, it's good stake money, and uh, you know he 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 goes to 390 exceptionally well and, and, and strongly. So I just thought that, you know, putting him in that, then the, the 450 up against the superstars and, um, you know, some of those other stronger dogs. Uh, your son's asking all the hard questions, Craig. Before we let you go, we know you've got to gear some horses up. Um, you are on the board of directors now for Greyhound Racing New Zealand. What sort of prompted you to... <coughs> Uh, get back into uh, sort of administration at, at national level. 
Well, Ros, look, if I'm being perfectly honest, I, I, I didn't really want to have to take the role on, but I feel that, uh, you know, the current um, the state that the game's in regarding uh, getting all this um, um, uncalled for media attention and, and getting bullied, really, by um, by outside influences um, and and even uh, influences within the um, within the racing industry, um, and I feel that the the owners and the trainers don't don't really um, get much of a, a say or uh, much support. So um, I, I thought I you know I have to do my bit and um, and 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 represent uh, the industry and the participants and try to uh, you know. Shared forward, take the game forward, and and um, combat some of these, all, you know, this negative press and and um, negativity around the sport. You know, a lot of it's just completely uncalled for. I agree, a hundred percent, Craig, and good on you for doing that. Because I know you've got a busy enough life as it is. You certainly got a busy day. Hey, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Good luck out on the grass. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for that, Rosie.